Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Lighthearted. My name is Anna. And my name is Bracey, and we're two average gals chatting about what it means to grow. How are you growing this week? I, I'm i really growing this week, honestly. I <laughs> chatted you a couple of days ago because I was just too excited to wait. But my initial plan was to wait until we got on to record because I just really wanted to wow you. But my New Year's goal of drinking more water is off to a fantastic start. And I honestly feel silly that I haven't been drinking water because <laughs> it's not that hard. I mean, I think this is a problem that a lot of people have, but you no need to wait because I'm still wowed. I'm impressed. Tell the people how many ounces of water you drink. It's a lot. So on January 1st, I drank 64 ounces and that's going to be, that's my like minimum every day. I need to have at least 64 ounces of water. So two of my water bottle full, but four of the days of this week, I've had 96 ounces of water. So I've had three and I've broken it down where I'm like, okay, if I just have one full water bottle by noon and then another one by four o'clock and then another one by eight o'clock because I'm trying to not drink a ton past eight because I don't want to have to pee a hundred times in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's definitely something that I have to think about. Like it's definitely not second nature, but I am already at a point where I'm like craving it or when I wake up first thing in the morning, I'm like, wow, I'm really, I want some water. I'm really thirsty. Yeah. It's not a habit yet, but I feel like once you're done with this, how long are you doing that? Forever. This is just like forever. my forever, my okay. forever goal is that I'm like, I should be drinking water. That's <laughs> I need to do that. I mean, it's my year-long goal. I am interested to see how this impacts your headaches. Same. Because whenever Seb and I have a headache, the first question we ask the other person is, have you had enough water today? Yeah. That's always a good question. Usually the answer is no. <laughs> it's going to do good things for my skin because my skin tends mm. to be really dry. Yeah. And so I think it'll help a lot with that. So starting with the basics. Yeah, exactly. I know. Whenever you said that, I think I think it was on the pod. Maybe it was off. But you were like, yeah, sometimes you just got to build those foundational skills. And I talked to Taylor about that. And I was like, yeah, we just don't have – like our foundation, like we can't add all this other stuff and like habit stack when we don't have the just bare minimum things that we need to do for our health. Like let's have enough water. How about that? So I'm pretty excited though. I'm very proud of myself. I'm being like so snobby be. about it to Taylor. I'm like, how much water have you had? Because I've already had <laughs> <laughs> two, two water bottles full. I think the true test, I go back to work tomorrow and I think that is going to be harder. I've been off this whole week. So I think that is going to be a little bit more challenging, but I'm I'm feeling focused on it, so I think it'll be okay. Well, in case you would like some alternatives when you go back to work, you could try a setting an alarm. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Or also, if you have trouble like getting up and going to get the water, you could get one of those really really big jugs. So That's that it's true. There, yeah. And I'm just like, I need this is I need to drink this. By the end of the work day. Or like, okay. I don't know. We have one of those really big Yetis. So sometimes it's like I pour it into a cup or whatever, but it's mm-hmm. nice to have it there in situations where you wouldn't otherwise. Like, I mean, obviously, Seb and I are kind of annoying about our water intake. So like if we're even gone for the day somewhere, like especially if we're tailgating or something like that, that giant Yeti is in the car because we're not going to go with just our one water bottle because that's not going to be enough. That's a smart thing because I feel like yesterday I didn't have, I only had 64. And the only thing that was preventing me from having 96 is because I was like out running errands and I finished my water. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, I'm 
and by the time I got home, it's like three hours later. So I was just behind. Yeah. I will say I've not been great about my water intake recently. I was actually talking to Debbie about it because she's big on like making sure that I'm doing Mm -hmm. the foundational things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, actually, after I quit breastfeeding, I just needed a minute to like tantrum about like my body's finally just mine again. I'm yeah, going to yeah, not yeah. drink my water. I'm not going to drink my electrolytes. I'm not going to take my vitamins and it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Okay. I'm like mostly back in the habit now. Yeah. That's good. What are the other things that you feel like are the foundations for you? Oh, definitely sleep. Sleep is the one that I struggle with the most. Um, And I have to, like, I really have to make an effort. If I haven't slept well in two nights, then that night I either, like, get in bed really early or maybe I take a melatonin or a sleeping pill. Honestly, (laughs) sleeping pill is, like, the ace. Like, it will do it every time. Yeah. But I don't, I, yeah, I try not to go too many nights in a row of poor sleep because that then I just get too far behind and it's, nothing's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so sleep, water, I don't know what else. What else would you think I mean, taking your vitamins, I guess. Yes, yes, that is a good one. And I am trying to get better about eating before I have caffeine. I think we talked about that one on your sleep tips episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to not have caffeine for the first, what, like hour, like 90 minutes or something like that. And also yeah. to eat something before. Yes, that is, that's a cortisol thing too. And that was my <laughs> adrenal fatigue. It was like my cortisol levels were not right. And <laughs> that's a tip for cortisol too. So that's one thing I try to do. Yeah. I'm not good at that one, but I try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like even if it's just like a little bit of food in your belly, like sometimes if I, need to take some ibuprofen or my headache meds, I'll just eat like a few pretzels or something because I don't want it to mess up my stomach lining. Mm -hmm. And so maybe if it's just like a handful of something easy. Yeah. I'm trying to get better. I'm really bad about like, and this is across all meals, but I'm really bad about focusing on what Delaney is eating and like feeding Mm -hmm. her first. And then sometimes like Today at lunch, she ate part of half an, half of an avocado and I ate the, like the rest of it. But then mm-hmm. I realized like an hour later that I had had like a quarter of an avocado and a little bit of chicken salad and like that was probably not going to do it. So yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. really bad about like being focused on getting her fed and then forgetting to feed myself. So I'm yeah. trying to get better about that, but it's not something that I'm great at yet. Yeah, totally. The other thing that I've focused on this week outside of water is trying to get at least 30 grams of protein with my breakfast. Gosh, that is such a hard one for me. I also really benefit when I eat more protein generally, but especially at at breakfast and it is tough. It's so hard. The only way that it's happening is that I'm making a smoothie every morning. Like that's the only way that it's going to happen. And it's especially when I'm like getting up to go to work, I'm like, I can drink it in the car because I'm not going to get up any earlier to like make myself like some eggs or (laughs) some veggie patties or like something like that. So, but I like the smoothie. It's pretty good. I just chug it and then go on with the day. Is it a smoothie or is it a protein shake or both? It is, I guess it's both. It does have protein powder in it. And the one that we just got, I really like it doesn't, it mixes well and it adds some flavor, but it doesn't really taste protein like to me. But Mm -hmm. so it's berries have you ever had ripple milk? No. Okay. You they definitely have it, I'm sure, at the grocery stores mm-hmm. there. But you should try it because it's it's like a milk alternative, but it has eight grams of protein in it. Oh. And it's it's very yummy. 
and then yeah. Greek yogurt, some peanut butter, oats, and chia seeds and berries. I can't. I think I already said that. I can't remember. And then sometimes yeah. a banana if we have them. Yeah, I do. If I'm really short on time or energy, then I do just like a protein shake, like just milk yeah, water yeah, yeah. and protein powder. Yeah, and then if I'm feeling fancy, which I was this morning, mm. I had chocolate protein regular milk, which we always have now, which is kind of nice, mm-hmm. and frozen bananas and half half an avocado and chia seeds. And I was like, wow, this feels very healthy. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> – and it sounds yummy. And Delaney liked it too. And then I looked on the bag later to see how much sugar was in it, and it was probably more than she ought to have, but it's fine. <laughs> it's, okay. <laughs> it's okay. She can have a little – um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like if you're, when you're busy and moving around, like having a shake is the easiest way to get some protein in you. I will say, uh, one of the things that has helped me with this is the, I think it's called reds. They have these breakfast sandwiches that are freezer. It's like mm-hmm. two egg slices with like meat and cheese in the middle. And then I found figured out how to make them myself. So you can like bake your eggs in a pan and like oh, yeah. breakfast sandwich and then they're frozen and you just heat them up. And yeah. that's way better. Totally. Yeah. And that's probably a lot of protein. Yeah. I also, I also have done it for Delaney with eggs, cottage cheese, and then like whatever vegetables we have, happen to have on hand and I cook it and then I can either freeze it or put it in the refrigerator and it feeds her for like several meals, which is nice. Yeah, that's great. I know meal prepping is really the way to go. It just is so time consuming. It's so hard for me to want, to, which I'm never going to want to do it because I, I don't like to cook, but like yeah. it is so helpful for me as a mom and I have not figured out a way. And this is honestly, I didn't say this on the New Year's episode, but I think this is like one of the things I need to master. I need to figure out where to work it into our routine that it, mm-hmm. I, it's like a habit that I do it. Like yeah. when we do this, then I do that, you know, like mm-hmm. because it would be so helpful for, for me. And I just don't do it. <laughs> and I just, I just don't want don't to. Don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We could apply that sentence to so many things. This would be yeah. so good for me. And I just don't want I to. I wish that I could have like a, a sister family in our neighborhood where like, oh, yeah. You want to meal prep for me. I'll do your laundry. And yeah. we'll call it even, you know, yeah. like that would be great. That Except would be for I, I want to tell you what to meal prep because I don't want anybody else deciding what we're eating. <laughs> uh, you just need a little personal chef to come in like twice a week and prep a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be lovely. That's the dream. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, how we ran away with that one. <laughs> yeah, we really, we really ran away with it. How else have you been growing? in this January so far? Well, as everybody can probably hear, I have a cold. So, mm-hmm. And I got the cold on the second. So we're not off to the best start. Right, it's right, also right. the slowest growing and moving cold of all time. It's just like getting slightly worse every day. Mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> That's what we week. want. So I would say that I am not growing a lot right now. And that's okay because the other thing is that Seb left on a five-day work trip. And... I was like both mentally and physically preparing for that and now I'm in it. So like mm-hmm. there's just not a lot happening over here besides keeping people alive. Yeah. And also we did our phone detox, which I was telling you about this before we started recording, but 
I got sick the second day of the phone de- <laughs> detox and like, sorry, but I'm not going to prioritize keeping my phone away when I can't at least be doing something that's either fun or productive. Wow. hundred percent. I'm not just going to lay on the couch and because uh, I know what would have happened and I, this did still happen, obviously, but I, it's like I'm either watching TV or looking at phone because I'm not going to go for a two mile walk when I don't no. feel like, you know, like, so yeah, that's where, that's where I am. <laughs> <laughs> and but and I think that makes perfect sense because your version of the phone detox was to keep the phone in the other room when you didn't need it. But in this situation, when you're sick, you really do need your phone. Yeah, there's just not that much else you can do. Do besides stare at the ceiling. Okay, well, what fun things did you do on your phone when you were sick? I mean, mostly like read and looked at the internet. So. <laughs> Great. I will say one of the things that I did a few times before I got sick enough that I was like, screw this. I really think that not looking at my phone first thing in the morning is helpful. So again, with that, like that hour of like no caffeine, no phone, like that's helpful for me because if I can make it out of bed before I look at my phone, yeah, then I, I honestly don't even really try to pick it up anyways. Yeah. So that wasn't a nice notice that I, that happened during this Cool. Yeah, because I'm like in the kitchen making breakfast, usually like, you know, dog stuff or laundry or like I start my day and if I can get going that way, it's kind of nice. Yeah, I love that. How was your phone detox? It was pretty good. I was a little worried about it for this week because I wasn't working and I was like, what the heck am I going to do? Mm -hmm. But I found myself being productive mostly throughout the day until around 4.30, which is normally when I get off of work. And then I, my body would just be like, all right, we're tired now. Like, let's just chill, which I thought yeah. was kind of funny that my body is still in this habit and knows when we're going to be on and off. So it yeah. wasn't super hard. I set an hour limit on TikTok, which is really the only social media app that I spend a lot of time on. Mm-hmm. And I think I had three days this week where it sent me the notification that was like, oh, you only have five minutes left. But That's then the other good. days I didn't get there. And so I thought it was pretty good. I spent my time doing some cleaning. I went to the gym a few times and just walked on the treadmill and listened to an audio book, which normally I would like watch something on my phone, but I just listened to something instead. And then I also started a paint by numbers. Oh, nice. And so I spent a lot of time doing that. And holy moly, those things take forever. (laughs) I do, yeah. (laughs) I feel like I've already spent probably two hours on it, and there's really not that much to show for it. So (laughs) it is good. I was like, I thought that this would only take me, you know, just a lot less time than it definitely is going to take me. So I think it's going to be a journey, not the destination. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be a several months project, but I am enjoying it. So that's, that's really the whole point. Well, actually you brought up a good point and something that I was also thinking about during the detox, not detox, Mm -hmm. uh, was the fact that when I was like putting in some effort at it, I kept thinking like, there's actually so many valuable things on my phone that enhance my life. And right now I feel like I'm kind of trying to just avoid them, which is that even worth Mm. it? Yeah. Because like several times I was like, oh, I would listen to a podcast right now, but I would have to go get my phone to do it. Or I would like to reference this educational resource, but like, again, I would have to go get my phone to do it. And yeah, so I was like, I don't know. Again, I think I've said this before, but I think it really comes back to the way you use your devices and not like device itself. Yeah, totally. 
has a lot more to do with our ability to have self-control and self-awareness on how they're impacting us versus the what it is. Right. Because with your show versus podcast, I'm like, well, depending on the show, like it might kind of be like a lateral move, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I did a show that I did watch this past week. I still have 30 minutes left in the last episode, but it was the You Are What You Eat, the twin experiment that came out on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And it's been really interesting so far. Do you want to give us a takeaway? Honestly, the biggest thing is that I've learned some stuff about Alzheimer's and dementia. Oh, really? Yes, that they were talking about how people kind of assume that it's genetic. And I definitely do. Like, I definitely was like, oh, if, you know, you have a parent or grandparent that has it, like, you're more likely to get it, which probably is true to an extent. But they were saying that 98% of cases have no genetic pattern whatsoever. Interesting. And it has so much more to do with like what you eat and your lifestyle and stuff. So we've been doing some research on like some supplements and things. That's good. And the one one thing that I liked about it was that one so one twin was on a vegan diet and then the other twin was on a carnivore diet. But it wasn't like you're gonna be vegan and you're gonna just eat whatever you want. Like they still were on like a healthy carnivore diet. Yeah. Yeah. And so honestly, the results weren't drastically different really in any way, I would say. I mean, I still have 30 minutes left, so maybe they're going to shock me. But I would say the biggest thing was that the twins that were eating vegan, their visceral fat percentage like was a lot lower, which is that is the fat that is around our organs, which is like really, that's like the not good stuff. Interesting. So for the people that were on the vegan diet, it was le- it was lower. But does it make you want to go vegan? Mm, no, not really. But I think it made me maybe want to decrease my dairy intake a little bit, but not go vegan. I think there also was a lot of stuff about like the farming industry. Oh boy, that's a whole thing. Which did make me not that I was thinking about starting to eat meat again necessarily, but it always that seeing that type of stuff always helps me be like, yeah. I can't, I can't do it. Taylor was saying he was surprised by how much of that was threaded like throughout the experiment. And I was like, I get that. And I think it's important that people know because there is such a cognitive dissonance between the farming industry and like the meat that we are buying in the grocery stores and all that. And that like all of this stuff is so connected and that we just like don't think about it or a lot of people don't know about it. And, you know, there was one guy on there talking about how we're cutting down so much of the Amazon rainforest to produce enough beef to be sold in like not just the United States, but other countries as well that have like such a high demand for it. And he was like, that's insane. It's insane that we are cutting down like huge portions of the Amazon rainforest so that people can eat more meat. Like that's crazy. Yeah. The farming thing in general, especially with, have you seen any of the studies about how the quality of the soil impacts the nutrient content and like mm. plants, like vegetables. And then also the same thing with animals. Like there was one specific study done on eggs and the chickens who were, what is it? Free range, I think is mm-hmm. like the most like um, loose kind. Yeah. Uh, it, the, the actual nutrient content of those eggs was better than the caged um, chicken. Yeah. So like there's so many different factors. It's to me, I get overwhelmed. I'm like, okay, yeah. well, I can't 
there's no like everything sucks. And I'm just gonna <laughs> eat what I want. <laughs> yeah. I'll do totally. my best, but like oh yeah. man, it's hard. It is. No, it is so hard. But yeah, I I thought that was it was pretty interesting. And it's just like, I don't know, it's just good for us to have reminders about like the choices that we make, like do have a bigger impact, impact than, yeah. you know, what we really think about. Yeah. Let's switch away from like community stuff. It, mm-hmm. it does. It causes that cognitive dissonance for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're really doing so well on our tangents today. I know. <laughs> what it, what's this episode about? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Just kidding. We are here today to <laughs> to talk about lots of different things, but also just some winter favorites and a little bit about how we navigate the winter time. We're we're really in the thick of it now. Yes, we are in the thick of it. January. I don't know. What's your least favorite winter month? What's your favorite mm-hmm. winter month? That's a great question. I would say, I mean, I feel like it's cheating to say December because it's only like nine days of winter technically. But don't you agree that December as a whole month feels like winter? Uh, For sure. I feel the same way about June. Like June should be all summer and it's not. And it's not. Yeah, most of it isn't. Yeah, like I'm technically a spring baby and that's just not right. That's it's, it's incorrect, actually. So I don't know. I guess my favorite winter month, yeah, I mean, it's December, but mm-hmm. and then my least favorite is probably January. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Which is funny because I feel like probably a lot of people feel the way, that way about like February or March because it's like, oh, we've been doing this for so long. Like, can't we? Yeah. Can't we be done now? I like February because I like Valentine's Day. Mm hmm. I feel like February, we get snow a lot of times in the PNW in February, and I like having snow days. Okay. Yeah, that's nice. March, I feel like for us, I can see the end of the tunnel for sure. Totally. 100%. But January is just sad. It's all winter. It is all, the full thing is winter. Yeah. How do you feel like winter affects you? Okay, well, I think I like winter more than I used to. I think I appreciate it more than I used to. But okay. it's still I still do think that my mood dips in the in the winter, which mm-hmm. we have historically always taken a warm weather trip. We're not taking it this year as far as I know unless we do something last minute, but Okay. I have to really up my vitamin D in the winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that not taking the trip is going to impact you a lot? Like do you feel like in previous winters it has really boosted you? It had it definitely boosts me, so I'm sure that I would benefit from one. Yes, but I feel like most of the time by this point or like soon, I'm like I need to be able to look forward to something. Like that's the mood. Yeah. I don't feel like that right now. So okay, maybe it's just a distraction of having Delaney and like we, you know, we have things to do and it's whatever. Yeah, but I yeah I feel I feel fine. Our anniversary is in April, so I was actually mm-hmm. thinking about maybe we should do something a little f- more f- fun this year mm-hmm. since we didn't go on a trip. But we'll I think see. that's a great idea. Honestly, coming out of last year, I was like, I don't want to travel. I am yeah. like, that sounds overwhelming to me. So I'm just yeah. gonna not. Which I and again, I feel fine about that. So yeah, we're good. Gonna gonna keep it cozy this mm-hmm. winter. What about you? How does the winter affect you? I don't feel like I notice a significant change like I would say yeah probably a little bit of a dip in the mood this winter so far we've been pretty lucky like we've had way more sun than normal which makes me 
happy for now, but it also makes me nervous that the winter is just going to like extend longer and then like spring is going to extend and we're going to have be waiting longer to get to the the good summer months, but hopefully that won't happen. I think honestly the hardest part or the part that impacts me the most is because my work day is longer Monday since we only go to school four days. When I, I get to work, the sun is like just starting to come up. And then when I get home, it's already dark. So yeah. I don't, I'm in a school building for basically the whole day of any sort of light, if we even have any. <laughs> so does it make you feel good that the days are already getting longer again? Yes, that is so helpful. And I think, yeah. I think our friend Sarah posted something the other day that was like, I don't know who needs to hear this, but in 39 days, the sun will still be up at 730. Yes, that's what it was. And I was like, I am the person that needs to hear that. <laughs> Thank you so much. So yes, I think the fact that we're past the the shortest day of the year is definitely helpful. Yeah. I like that it's right before Christmas because I feel like it kind of, Christmas just distracts from how dark yeah. it is. Yeah. You don't even really think about it. Then the lights, like all the Christmas lights are out anyway. So it's like, it, that's good timing. Thanks, Winter. It, that, you're doing thank that Thank you right. so much. <laughs> yeah. That's why, that's why December is the best winter month. Obviously. But yeah, I don't think it impacts my mood too, too much. Not in a noticeable way. That's good. One thing that Seb and I have switched to doing, which I find very, very helpful for the winter, the last two or three years we've done this, is instead of expecting ourselves to be as productive as we normally will be, we know going into winter that mm -hmm. we will not do as much as the other seasons. And I love that. Planning for that has been so helpful because instead of, especially with like, you know, house projects or whatever, mm -hmm. trying to make ourselves do anything. I really feel like humans hibernate or like winter the same way that plants and animals do. Yeah. Like we just don't have the same amount of energy in the winter months. Yeah. And planning for that is very helpful because then we don't beat ourselves up about it. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to plan to just be living in cozy land for the next three months and we'll... Yes. And anything that does get done, it's just like icing on the cake. Like, yeah. hey, we did that. Look That's at us. Great. Little yeah. bonus. <laughs> I know. I think that's great. Do you have a favorite and a least favorite part of winter? My favorite part of winter is probably just pants, sweatshirt, socks, blanket. Mm -hmm. I'm getting cozy. Just wrapped up in soft stuff. Okay. Uh, also, I like Christmas candles a lot and mm -hmm. just winter mm -hmm. scents generally, I think. Um, yeah. So that's nice. I agree. I love fires, but our fireplace is not. It's not happening right now, especially with Delaney. Like, that's not. Yeah. You know, I was like, what's so, wrong with it? But that is super fair and very yeah. safe. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I would say those are my favorites. And then least favorite is definitely the cold. I will say I, I'm i handling it better than I used to. Because I, th I think maybe it's because I get outside more. Like, truly. I don't yeah. know. But, you know, we'll go for a walk and come in and it's nice and toasty. And it doesn't bother me quite as much. I just yeah. layer up, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? Okay. I I don't know. I'm trying to think. My favorite part, I mean, I definitely love it when we get like some good snow because it's so pretty. Oh, and, I and, love snow so much. And Millie loves the snow. And so oh, that's yeah. so cute to see her get the zoomies out there. Yeah. And 
I also really love winter scents. I don't think I would have said that, but you saying that, I'm like, yeah, I bought so many candles <laughs> this winter because every time I smell one, I'm like, mm, that smells lovely. Yeah. Love that pine scent. Mm-hmm. Fall and winter are the best ones. Yeah, they really are. And then, yeah, I don't know. I, I just like, I like to be cozy. I like to be bundled as well. So those are all really good parts. I think my least favorite part of winter there is something different about the cold in the PNW that is different from North Carolina to me. It just seeps through your clothes. It's like a bone coldness like that I haven't had before. And so when we're like, oh, we're going to go grab dinner, which is fun. It's close by. Let's just walk. I'm like, yeah, of course. Like we shouldn't. There's no reason for us to drive and try to find parking when we can walk there in less than 10 minutes. But then you freeze. I'm, but it's it's like even if you're bundled, like it is gonna get into your body. It's gonna do it. So that part is pretty hard. And I think too, like you're saying with the hibernating, I just feel less inclined to go anywhere. (laughs) I just I want to stay home, even though I'm like, well, I'd probably feel better if I went out and did something. So I have to kind of push myself a little bit to. It's that thing where you're like, I know this would be good for me, but I just don't want to. (laughs) Uh, I also thought of another thing that kind of sucks about winter. Yes. It's when you have to like bundle up and wear your coat and then you get there and every part of your body is freezing except your armpits are sweating. (laughs) Like I swear to God, it's just my, it's always just my armpits. Like my, my hands are frozen. My mm-hmm. legs are cold and I'm sweating. Mm-hmm. That is that's a good one. Okay. I would say another one for me on top. My skin just does not do as well in the winter time. Like the transition from the warm to the cold, like it just breaks out more. It gets so dry and like kind of chapped and stuff. So my, my skin doesn't do as well in the winter. So that's a tough spot for me. Okay. Yeah, that is a tough one. I feel like mine doesn't do quite as well, but it's not drastic for sure. Have you ever – another tangent. Here we go. Uh, Have you ever tried the Walita Skin Food Moisturizer? I have. I have it in my – I liked it some. There's something about the consistency that I didn't love. It's like thick, right? It's very thick. And I just – I didn't love it for my face. (laughs) Yeah. Like for like a hand cream for sure, or like your feet or your legs or something like that, I could totally get behind it. But something about it for my face, I just wasn't crazy about. You would be appalled at how infrequently I put lotion on any other part of my body. (laughs) I'm sure. I've been consistently appalled by your skincare routine for many years now. So. Uh, the reason I asked that about skin food is because I bought that same brand. They have a diaper cream. So I was like, oh, I'll oh. just try it. And it works really well. So I was like, yeah. oh, maybe this is like similar. Like maybe it's a similar product. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you should definitely try it. Some people love it. Yeah. No, I think I'll try it. I think that I, I like thick stuff. So I think I would like it. Mm-hmm. I will say that when I do put on lotion... Mm-hmm. It's baby lotion because I uh, somebody I actually think it might have been Brittany gave us a baby lotion in a set for Delaney and mm-hmm. I love the smell of it so that's Ooh. the only one I use. What does it smell like? <laughs> it's like it's lavender, which I don't usually like lavender scents, uh-huh. but it, it smells like a lavender field. Like it smells yeah, like real like, lavender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's a big difference. Not the fake. Yeah, not the fake lavender. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, that's nice. I can't wait to smell it next time I'm with you. I'm going to be like, so where's that I'll lotion? Put it on just for you. <laughs> Thank you so much. A little touch <laughs> behind your ears. So when I hug you, I'll get a whiff. <laughs> okay. What is your favorite winter activity? My favorite winter activity. Did I write this question? Because I don't have any answers to these. Um, my favorite winter activity is none. (laughs) (laughs) I hate all winter activities. Um, what what is a winter activity? I mean, I feel like it could just be like curling up by the fire, or although you're not setting a fire, but I don't know. I'll say this: I I can't think of a winter activity off the top of my head that I'm like, yeah, that's the thing that we do. Mm -hmm. I we do have the tradition of walking in our neighborhood on Christmas Eve when everybody puts Mm -hmm. up their luminaries on the street, which is really fun. Yeah. So I don't think it would be as fun though if we were driving, but maybe that's just because I live here and I think it's fun and like a novelty. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And then I guess, I don't know, like being cozy at home. Like that's my favorite (laughs) activity. That's why I do it all winter. Like Mm -hmm. there's less pressure for me to leave my house, which I never want to do anyways. So yeah. Like my favorite winter activity is sitting on my couch with a really nice blanket. Yeah. Which you do have several very cozy blankets. I do. And also now I can talk about the fact that my creative urge that I mentioned in one of our previous podcasts, one of them was knitting, hand knitting blankets for people for Christmas, which I didn't want to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are beautiful. Thank you. They're fun to do. I enjoyed it. But also I made you the thing. And so I was oh my gosh. a little bit more and that was, it was just fun, but I couldn't talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, when Bracey gave me this gift, I like was tearing up. It is so beautiful. Well, it's my life's goal to make Anna cry as many times as possible. So. <laughs> you're, well, you were crushing it already. Yeah. Only for good things, not for, not for sad things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. It's so beautiful. She she got our our wedding invitations and painted over them in this like such a beautiful way and then also got me a very fun ornament that I'm going to hang up in our house all the time call that it, says it's fine I'm fine and I love it so much. It's on my bedside right now until oh, so I can see it every day until we figure out where we're going to hang it but I love it. It's fine I'm fine. It's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe our theme for January so far. Yeah, I think so. It's fine. I'm fine. Also, I was thinking about how your word, I think, for 2024 20, was maintaining or maintenance. So we we talked about that because I was like, I don't really want to add. Like, I'm not in a yeah. place. Um, I hope to be in a place later this year. So I ended up making my actual word resourced because if I have... I'm rested, you know, mm-hmm. like that's a resource for rest. Mm-hmm. If I have the support that I need, like all of those things, then I will be able to add. That's amazing. So, and I think you can like maintaining can be your Q1 goal. Yeah. I feel honestly now I feel I know I'm sick and I'm in the middle of like a hard part of parenting because I'm mm-hmm. solo by myself right now. But yeah. I feel fine. Like I feel better than I did in December. So I think we're, great. we're on the upward tra- trajectory. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. Okay. All right. Back to wintering again because we tangented. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Yeah. How is it a verb? I don't know. Probably not. Um, okay. What is your favorite winter food or drink? Ooh, this one. My favorite winter drink for sure is hot chocolate. I 
have been ordering it many times when we're out. I'm like, let's go get coffee. And then when I get there, I'm like, actually, I just want hot chocolate. <laughs> That's funny. I don't think I ever really order it out, but also I'm not like, I'm not a coffee drinker. Sub's not a coffee drinker. So we're not like, oh, let's go get a coffee people. Like that yeah. doesn't even cross our mind. Yeah. Well, well, maybe we should be in the winter. Maybe that it could be, my- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it be your favorite winter activity is going somewhere and ordering a fancy hot chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. That is definitely my favorite winter drink. My favorite winter food. I don't know, probably like a warm pastry or like a quiche. Yeah. Maybe something like that. Yeah, I love quiche. I can't believe I didn't think of this for my favorite thing about winter in general. I freaking love soup. I love Mm. soup so much. I think it's the best food because it's easy to put a bunch of vegetables in it. It uh, refrigerates and freezes well. Mm -hmm is usually better than like when you reheat it. Yeah. It's, I think it might be the best food. (laughs) That is something that we are going to have to disagree on. I think soup is so boring. (laughs) What? (laughs) I, soup is something, I like taco soup. If it's a soup that has a bunch of stuff in it, it's kind of how I feel about ice cream. Like I don't want plain ice cream. I want ice cream that has a bunch of crunchy stuff in it. Okay. So, if it has a lot of stuff in it, I'll do it. But I am so, so disinterested like in soup. Foods, but you might like stews. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. And if there's some like good bread to dip into it, then I can be about that as well. Okay. Well, maybe we need to make some soup for you because soup is so good. <laughs> I will. I would gladly accept a soup recipe to try. Okay. I'll have to think about one that we can either modify to be vegetarian or as our actually no, my favorite soup. I'm I make minestrone soup. It's like the one thing that I always make me. Okay. And it's vegetarian. So I'll just send you the recipe. Oh, yeah, yeah, please do. I'll yeah. make it. It's so good. It has pasta in it, so so great. A win win. But yeah, I like all soups and uh, they're like to me, it's like a salad, but warm because it's like all sure. of the, it's like a bunch of ingredients and usually it's pretty healthy. Yeah. And yeah, that's the best part of winter, I think. Okay. What about your favorite winter clothing item? Uh, Sweaters. I love sweaters. Yeah. I have arguably too many, but no, no such thing. That's, but it's also the one thing that I'm like, do I need another one? And the answer is probably usually yes. <laughs> yeah. I actually feel the same way about sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. I feel less bad about buying sweatshirts because that's what I wear on a day-to-day basis. I get kind of annoyed with the summer heat because I can't wear a sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't care at all about my summer clothes, but my fall and winter clothes, that's where it's at. I agree. Uh, that's, the, that's the biggest downside about summer for sure. Maybe we should do a summer episode when we're in summer. Yeah, we definitely should. What's your favorite winter clothing? Mine is definitely a coat. Really? I I have several coats that I love so much. I'm a big jacket person. Like I, that is what catches my eye all the time. If you feel comfortable, tell the people about your, your jacket thing, about how you leave it on when you're in. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So <laughs> I don't remember why we started talking about this last time, but I, if I like go outside to like, just, I don't know, go run errands or if I'm just taking Millie out or something like that. And I put on my jacket, when I come back inside, I don't take my jacket off. Even if it's like a big coat, like I don't take it off until I feel too warm. 
So yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> See, here's the thing: is you must not sweat in your coats that because like the reason that I immediately take my coat off is because I'm gonna be sweaty. That's probably. I mean, we live in such an old house that I feel like our heating system is not stellar, and so. Or if I do take my jacket off, I immediately put my robe on. Huh. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not trying to be cold. What temperature is your house at usually? Mm, it really would be impossible for me to tell you because we don't have like a thermostat or anything, but I would say it's usually somewhere in the 60s. Yeah, I like a cold house. I like to wear layers at home, but mm-hmm. if I have a coat on, I'm going to be sweaty. Even if it's like, I don't know, 10 minutes from now, but yeah. The coat, the coat is coming off. Yeah. I just thought, think that's a funny thing. That <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you're cold, then why not wear a coat? Yeah, keep my coat on instead of like turning the heat up and you know putting our bill up. Why not? One of my favorite things that I've done a little bit this past year, and I'll do it some more this year, of course, is newly rentals because in the winter time, then I can just rent coats that I really oh, like yeah. because coats are so expensive. And yeah. it's fun to like have different ones. So I love Newly for renting coats so that I can that's smart play for, with that. Yeah, that's smart for where you are. I also actually, I do love coats. I love having new coats because I feel like it's a fun like piece of an outfit. Yeah. But it sucks because they are so expensive. So yeah. it's not easy to just like have a bunch of coats. Like you can yeah. have a bunch of sweaters. Yeah. But the thing about coats here is like, I want to be cute and wear a new coat and like whatever. Mm-hmm. Then in practice, it's not. Great, because I'm like, oh, well, I'm just walking to the car like two minutes and I don't want right. to wear the coat in the car again, sweaty. Mm-hmm. And then all I have to do when I get there is like walk from my car into the place. So like I, I could be cold for two minutes and just not bring a coat at all. Yeah. That's fair. So that's that's what happens. I'm like, I have these cute coats and like, mm-hmm. especially during the day, like if I'm going out during the day, I'm probably not going to put one on. Yeah. I think that's fair. Justice for coats. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, if you have any really fun winter activities or clothing items or cozy things or food, drink, anything that you want to share with us, we would absolutely love to hear it. You can email us at lightheartedpodcast at gmail.com. And be sure to follow along on Instagram at lightheartedpod. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.